Hello. Today on this podcast, I want to talk about how to cope and deal with child loss. Um, I just feel like there's not a lot of podcasts out there right now that teach you how to navigate child loss because it's something that no one ever expects to go through, you know. We as as parents and as humans, we we plan on our children burying it, burying us, and not us burying them. Uh, my journey has been tumultuous, to say the least. It has been very painful. Um, I'm approaching a year mark. June twenty third, twenty twenty three would be a year to the day that um I lost my three-year-old daughter and I struggle on a daily basis with the circumstances surrounding her death and just feeling this overwhelming sense of grief you know um my daughter, her name was Araya. Araya Veronica Alford. And she was the most amazing, smart, bright little girl that I had the pleasure to get to know. She was so amazing, so smart so kind, so caring. She was the light of my life. And losing her crushed me, crushed my family. She passed away. She just got sick. And... That's the hardest part because she got sick out of nowhere. Um, What we initially thought was a common cold turned out to be something very severe. Um, She passed away from cystic shock from um, a bacterial infection. And It took us at least like three months after her death for the autopsy report to come back to figure out what was the cause. And that alone was traumatic to to go to go from seeing a healthy little girl playing to in a hospital bed and you see the life in her eyes just slipping away. Um, At this point in my life, I just feel lost and I'm trying to find purpose. I'm trying to turn my pain into purpose. Uh, I, I I know God has been speaking to me, you know. Um, 
when everything initially happened, I was so consumed with suicidal thoughts, wanting to end it, wanting not to be here anymore, but knowing that I can't give up because I have a a son here, a 12-year-old son who needs me. Um, But it was hard. It was hard pretending every day like like you want to be here, like you want to continue to participate in life. Um, Those were my thoughts. And I was so, so down. And I just feel like the only thing that pulled me up back then through that time was people coming to me and sharing their stories um, with me of how they lost their loved one or significant other or child. And their stories alone gave me strength because I'm like, wow, if they can do it, I can do it. You know, I can pull through it, you know. Um, them encouraging me to not turn away from God, to actually embrace Him and lean into Him more and giving me scriptures to read because uh, before everything happened to my daughter, we had got into church. Like, I'm not religious. I didn't go grow up into church, but around that time of her passing, I had started going to church with my sister and taking my my kids with me. And I just felt so good about that. Like I took them every Sunday for like a month and a half before everything happened to her. And I just felt like at that time, um, I just felt like that's where God wanted me to be. He wanted me to be on the spiritual journey and get to know him. And when I lost Araya, I just felt like God, I was doing everything right. I was so angry. I was so angry at God. Because I'm like, I'm not a bad person. I'm going to church. I'm living right. I'm trying to live according to your rules. How could this happen to my daughter? But listening to those people... Oh, who were telling me to embrace God. Like my aunt, she had uh, suggested I read the story of Job. And that was my first time reading it for myself. I heard about it. I know the name, but I never really knew the scripture until after my daughter passed. And I read it. And I, I could honestly identify with him and losing his child and losing everything and and still going through what he went through still keeping his faith like being steadfast in his faith it just was so inspiring to me and it gave me strength and it gave me a sense okay god i'm not gonna turn away from you i'm gonna lean into you and i'm gonna i'm gonna develop this relationship lord god but please show me what to do and I feel like since then he has been um he has been doing that for me. 
with with different things. Um, I feel like even with my dreams, he has revealed several things to me that he wants me to do um, to follow my purpose, uh, to to honor Araya and her memory, to keep it alive. So that's why I'm starting this podcast, hopefully to give somebody else hope and and strength to go and and deal with every day and to continue on and just to know that as long as you have God in your life, you're not alone. Um, I would also encourage encourage anybody going through this experience and loss to seek therapy. Um, I had um, started doing therapy for me and my son um, initially when everything first happened. Um, we were going to therapy at least like once, no, yo, twice out the month, I believe, and it helped. And um, going to group therapy, um, holistic group therapy, just trying different things because I know firsthand that grief and depression can be so consuming and when you let those negative thoughts seek in, when you let the devil in, he comes on all sides, but you have to be actively working. You have to be actively seeking help for yourself, and you have to actively lean on God, like put your faith in him to pull through. Um, I don't think this journey of child loss is going to be easy for anyone who's experiencing it. No matter if you're a year in or a few weeks in, it's not easy. It's not. And I feel like there are stages to grief. Um, And you're going to go through those different stages again. Like they're going to repeat themselves from blaming yourself to feeling guilty to to feeling sad, to feeling hopeful. Like, it's just a cycle that's going to continue. But as long as you're actively seeking out counsel and help, I feel like you too can get through it. Um, So the purpose of this podcast for me is to talk about my baby girl and her light, share her light and how she was here on this earth. Um, She was so amazing. She loved dinosaurs and she was only three. And when I say she knew all their names, not the easy ones like T-Rex and Triceratops, but she knew Ankylosaurus and pterodactyl she knew so many different dinosaurs and it was crazy because I'm like where did she learn all this stuff from like I don't know she was one of those kids who you feel like been here before she just had that spirit about her like she's been here before um so just so smart like she just knew everything um she was also so fearless so fearless 
Um, you would think like heights and stuff would scare her. No. She'd be like, Mama, I got this, don't worry. Climbing all the way up the, the, the monkey bars or climbing up the rock wall at the park and jumping. And I'm like, no. And she's like, I got this. See, Mama, I told you. <laughs> Just little stuff like that. Like, I was getting my strength from my daughter watching her. I just felt like throughout my life I never been half like the the little girl that she was. Um, I always struggled with confidence um, and being fearless, and you know just having that outgoing personality. I'm more shy and reserved, and she was everything that I wasn't. And when I say that along made me smile and beam with pride and joy because it made me feel like wow I created that like I had a part in and making her because she was so freaking perfect in my eyes like honestly she was um, I know every parent probably felt this way about their child but she honestly was Everybody she encountered loved her. All the ladies at the daycare just are so amazed. Like she act like she was a ten year old. Nobody, nobody was, was convinced that she was three. Like she was before her time. Uh, yeah, I I have some of the fondest memories of her. And when I stopped being mad at God and I started to reflect on her, her character and her personality, I had to stop and thank him, you know, thank you for allowing me the time that I got to spend with her. I know it was short, but uh, I understand why you need her because she is such a light here on earth. And maybe you needed your angel back because I felt like she she honestly was an angel here on earth. She was my angel. She was my best friend. Uh-oh. She just made me proud, so proud. Uh-huh. And she affirmed me like no other. Like, how can a three-year-old speak life into you? She would look at me and say, Mama, you so strong. You my superhero. Oh, and it was days that they just gave me strength. It really did. Her believing that I was a superhero. When most days I just felt like little regular old me. Little quiet, shy. Uh, <sighs> Yeah, little old me. Uh, oh. When I talk about purpose, I feel like God, he revealed to me that in order to honor her, my baby, another thing that she, she loved was celebrations. It don't matter if it was Christmas, Thanksgiving, Easter, Halloween, she would get super excited about those things. And just to be able to family come together and 
we enjoying each other or doing some type of activity together, that made her so happy. And when she was at daycare, she was excited for the other kids' birthdays. Like, she was just so excited. She just loved celebrating people. She really enjoyed that. Um, I remember before she passed away, like, we have so many birthdays in my family back-to-back. January, we have one. February, we have, like, four. Then March, we have two. And after March, she just kept saying, um, mom, who birthday next? And I kept telling her nobody. And she was like, mm-hmm, I know Yana birthday next. That's my sister, her aunt. But she can't pronounce Kiana, so she called her Yana. And I was like, yeah, baby, but that's not until July. We got a while. But she just said, can't wait to Yana birthday. And um, she just wanted to celebrate her auntie. And unfortunately, she never got to. Um, she passed literally a month to the day of my sister's birthday. Um, and that was hard. Losing her was hard on everybody, my entire family. Because like I said, she was not only just a light to me, she was a light to them. My sister, she called her best friend. Because that's what they act like, best friends. My sister would pick her up from daycare days. I couldn't. My mom, like, everybody was super attached. And this tragedy has hurt and, and crushed us all. And I just want to open up some type of business, event space, where I can celebrate people. Because I know my daughter would love that. I know that idea of celebrating people on a daily basis. I know she would freaking be so excited and in honor of her. I want to name it Rajay's. I think that is beautiful. My mom said it came to her in a dream. And it basically stands for remembering Araya's journey always. And... I I hope and I plan to get that started for her, to honor her name, to honor her memory and the essence of her. And I just know it's going to give me purpose every day to want to continue and and to go on knowing that I'm doing something in her honor. And I get to speak her name daily. Um, (sighs) Yeah just speaking her name daily just makes me feel like she's still here and that's what I realized that I need on this journey I need purpose in order to continue and to feel like her her legacy and her name is living on I just can't let her die and forget about her because she was my light and she was my moving force for everything and I just hope that anybody going through this um, is able to to find purpose, you know, and and turn a turn uh, grief into power, you know, find something and hold on to it, and and lean into God more, you know, and because I, I I firmly believe that 
God takes us through trials in order for us to come back stronger. You know, I don't know what I'm supposed to learn from this, um, but I know it'll be revealed to me eventually. Um, I know he, we go through certain things to grow us in life. And they say, what don't kill you make you stronger. And I feel like that's God's plan for me is to be stronger. Yeah, he want me to be as strong as Ariah, as brave as Ariah, as fearless as Ariah, as loving as Ariah. And I plan on doing that for her. I want her to look down on me and be proud of the progress that I have made. Um, I didn't let anything stop me. I didn't let grief consume me, and I didn't give up. I want her to look down on me and be like, Mama, I'm proud of you. You're so strong. Um, I also would like to encourage people who um, maybe someone out there has recently lost somebody and I know what has helped me when I initially lost her was journaling to her. Uh, Just like she was here. And it was very therapeutic for me getting everything I had to say out on paper and not letting it run on a loop in my brain. Um, And I still have my journal. Um, I haven't been as consistent in writing in it. I write to her when I feel like I I need to the most. Um, But I highly suggest journaling, you know, keeping a personal book with their name on it and just writing to them, you know, like they were still here having those conversations with her. Um, It has definitely helped me on my journey. Um, uh, Something else that has helped me on my journey is exercising. Um, Like, get up and move. Don't stay stagnant. Don't let grief over-consume you. Get up. Get that adrenaline pumping. Get those endorphins going and work out it helps it helps um get up every morning and meditate you know meditation does help to calm the mind um and be consistent with it that's the biggest struggle for me and i'm gonna be honest being consistent i know when i do meditation when i work out um when I journal, when I pray, and I stick to what I call my non-negotiables, I feel like I'm a healthier version of myself, and I feel like uh, I'm on the right track to healing, you know, because healing is a journey, and I just feel like you have to take the journey seriously. You can't slack off, otherwise you hit those down spirals and those down moments and you just feel consumed um but staying consistent stay consistent and you know get your accountability partner somebody you can trust and you can confide in and 
somebody you feel like really has your your well-being at heart and yeah just have let them know when you getting off track and and hopefully they'll motivate you to, to continue you know to get you back on track you know so you get your ass up and do what you need to do um yeah so I hope me sharing my story helps somebody um I'm new to this podcasting and I just feel like this isn't your your typical podcast this is more so a diary for me or a journal uh, a verbal journal where I'm just going to come on here and talk about my love for Araya and hopefully me sharing my story helps somebody else um so I thank you for listening and I hope you got a lot out of this um yeah please leave me messages and let me know if I should should continue um thank you all right till next time